Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast. I love you, now go to sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin. The Aquanauts were on a mission. They were following a certain kind of sea snake in the water. Captain Barnacle, Quasi, and Peso were all out swimming, following this ginormous sea snake. The sea snake... snakes underwater. Okay, snakes underwater. They followed the sea snake, the snake underwater, to a cave underneath what looked like a big, big tree stump. Captain Barnacle said, That's strange. You don't see tree stumps this deep in the ocean. You see them near the shore where the water meets the land. And uh, Quasi said, Blimey! That's right. This is very strange, and it's very big. Something happened in that moment that was unexpected. The tree trunk, which was underwater, started to secrete a black ooze. It started to make the water murky and dark. Captain Barnacle said, I don't know what this is, but we better get out of here. Don't let the black oil touch you. They swam as fast as they could back to the guppy, almost not making it in time before the black ink got to them. They got into the guppy and swam back to the octopod. Captain Barnacle... That's what I said, the octopod. They said octopod. Oh, sorry. Captain Barnacle went up to the control room along with Quasi and Peso and hit the octo alert. All the aquanauts came up. Captain Barnacle said... Says that they're a mission. That's right. All the octonauts went up to the bridge. Captain Barnacle said, Octonauts, we have a problem. There's a strange, massive tree in the ocean. Very strange. But it seems to be secreting a black goo that's making the water gunky and hard to see in. We're on a mission. We need to see what's going on here. Meanwhile, True, Barnaby, and Astro were meeting with their friends, the Paw Patrol. They were out for a day of games and fun, mostly fetch, but other games too. Astro would make little magic for the Paw Patrol pups, and they loved it. They loved seeing her magic clouds, her magic rainbow powers, and they loved that she could make them float in the air for a minute or two. It was all fun. They were playing on the beach, and then near the shore. There were forests all around the shore. It was a wooded area. But then, way, way far away from the beach, Astro noticed something. A large tree was coming out of the ocean water. Astro said, what is that? I've never seen that before. True said, is that a tree? What's it doing in the middle of the ocean? Where did it come from? Barnaby said, it doesn't have any leaves. It looks dead, but it wasn't there a second ago, and it's massive. It's bigger than a building. All the Paw Patrol pups were feeling pretty weird about it, too. And Astro said, True, Barnaby, shall we go see what the tree is all about? And the Paw Patrol pups, led by Ryder, said, We'll go, too. We'll hop in one of our Paw Patrol boats. 
Paw Patrol pups all jumped into the boat with Ryder and started out towards the big tree, while Astro created a magic cloud and floated True Barnaby and herself towards the tree. Everyone headed to the tree at once, and then when they got to the tree, they were surprised to see it was unlike anything they had ever seen before. It was still and motionless, but underneath the water, around the tree, everything was turning black and fanning out like ink in water. True said, what is all that black stuff coming out of the tree? Barnaby said, I don't know. That's strange. True said, I'm going to use my magnifying wish. She called a wish out of her backpack and it turned into a magnifying glass. She held it up to her eye because it would let her see things that she couldn't normally see. She looked into the water. She noticed that all the black water that was coming out was actually really tiny little piranha fishes with sharp, sharp, sharp teeth. And they were eating everything on the ocean floor. Ryder, who was in the boat, said, Astro, um, Barnaby, true, look at the tree. The branches on the tree above the water were starting to change as well. They were starting to emit a black mist. It seemed to come off like wisps of clouds, and it was fine at first, but then it started to get thicker very quickly. True was looking through it at it through her magnifying glass, and she noticed that all the black mist was actually tiny, tiny, tiny birds with really, really sharp teeth, and they were flying all over. True said, we're not safe. We need to get out of here. That black mist, if it touches us, will eat us. All of a sudden, as they were talking, the tree itself moved. It twisted and its branches bent. And it moved and twisted in 360 degrees all the way around. They hadn't seen the backside of the tree, but it wasn't the backside at all. They were actually at the back and the tree was turning to face them with its front. And on the front of this ginormous tree was a big scary face with fiery yellow insect eyes and a glowing smile. The tree laughed. They went, ah, 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 ah. This world is mine. The black smoke came out of its branches and into the water much, much faster. True said, oh, we're going to need help. Astro said, I know who can help us. She hit the badge that she keeps with her, and it called Captain Barnacle. Captain Barnacle came on the scene and said, Astro, I can't talk now. We're dealing with a mission. There's a giant black tree secreting black smoke under the o under the water. Astro said, We're at the same tree right now, Captain. We're just above the water. It's also secreting black smoke into the air. True says that it's thousands of tiny little birds with super, super sharp teeth that are going to eat everything. Captain Barnacle said, That must be what's happening underwater. All of the plankton and plants and fishes are all disappearing as the black, uh, as the black mist comes across them. What do we do? Captain said, meet us at the shore. We'll have to regroup and come up with a plan. Barnaby, True, and Astro floated away on their cloud. The riders and his pups drove away on their boat, and the aquanauts moved away in their octopod to the shore, away from this tree which is way out in the middle of the water. They all came out onto the shore, meeting together as friends, saying hellos, but only briefly. The tree was very, very far away, but even from where they were, they could see the black mist starting to grow. True had told Captain Barnacle all about how the tree had turned and moved and laughed and how it had eyes and a face. Captain Barnacle said, that's so strange. 
What do we do, said Barnaby? We've got to stop them. Ryder said, Paw Patrol pups, any ideas? They all had ideas, but none of them seemed very good. Until Marshall said, hey, what if we use our fire extinguisher foam on the clouds? Maybe it'll put them out just like it would a fire. Ryder said, that's a good idea. Shrew agreed, Astro agreed, and so did Captain Barnacle. But Peso said, well, but that's just above the water. What about below the water? What do we do? That's when Quasi said, oh, blimey, I have an idea. Why don't we use Orbeez? Captain Barnacle said, Orbeez? How would Orbeez help? And he said, Quasi said, we'll use Orbeez. Thousands and thousands of Orbeez. And we'll use them to soak up all the black. And that will keep it from eating everything in the ocean. Everyone agreed that this was a totally sound, logical, sense-making idea. Captain Barnacle said, All right, team, we have to strike at the same time. Pups, Ryder, you need to go and spray the black cloud with your fire extinguisher foam. Astro, True, Barnaby, you need to distract the tree so it doesn't attack the, the Paw Patrol pups. We'll go into the ocean gather our guppies and surround the black smoke at the base of the tree and release orbies into the water to suck up the black smoke. Ready, set, go! They broke. As a team, they went to their individual vehicles to begin their plan. Captain Barnacle and the Aquanauts each got into their guppies and surrounded the tree, ready to go with all these dry orbies that were going to soak up the water and the blackness. Marshall was ready with his special vehicle that had lots and lots and lots of fire extinguisher foam. In fact, each pup had their own vehicle with fire extinguisher foam. True and Astro and Barnaby knew they had the hardest job. They had to distract the tree so it wouldn't attack everybody. They went in first. They flew around the black smoke to the other side of the tree where they had seen the face. The face roared at them and went, Barnaby said, Oh, I'm so scared. What are we going to do? True said, Astro, can you use your rainbow and shoot him in the face? That'll get his attention. Astro said, right. She whipped her magic head and her horn began to glow and then it emitted a strong rainbow beam that went from the tip of her horn out to the very face of the tree. The tree monster went, and fell back. But then he came right back forward and he looked very angry. More black smoke started to come from his branches in the water. He seemed to be getting bigger and taller. His large hands made of tree branches started to swipe and try to catch True and Barnaby and Astro on their floating cloud. While the tree was distracted, though, all the power, all the Paw um, Patrol pups circled the tree in their boats. Their fire hoses ready, they began to spray. All the white foam came out of the boats onto the tree and sucked up all of the blackness out of the air. It looked like the tree was covered in whipped cream. You could barely see him. He went from a dark, scary, leafless tree to a white, fluffy blob. He couldn't emit any more smoke, but the water was still dark. The aquanauts were underwater, each in a guppy. As the black smoke approached them, they began to swim in a big circle, dropping orbies as they went. The orbies began to expand very fast, and as they did, they sucked up water and all of the black smoke. And they went towards the tree until they were all attached to the tree, sucking up all the blackness. The tree was stuck. He was still angry and moving, but he couldn't emit any more black smoke filled with tiny creatures with super sharp teeth that wanted to eat everything. 
Barnaby said, what do we do? How do we get rid of this tree? True said, I have an idea, but I'm going to need help. Barnaby said, what do you need me to do? She said, I need you on the other side of the tree. On the count of three, we're going to yell the magic spell and we're going to call the yellow portal as big as we can make it. And we're going to send this tree to the shadow realm because, you know, stereotypes. Barnaby said, okay, here I go. He was caught by Skye in her helicopter because she was there. She picked him up and took him to the other side of the tree. Astro, on the other side of the tree, yelled, ready? Barnaby said, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. She said, one, two, three. They both yelled the magic words, and a huge yellow portal showed up, bigger than any they had ever seen before. So big, it could have swallowed an entire building. It hovered over the tree. It was so big, you could feel the wind being sucked into it, and the tree began to move up. Bits of foam and water were pulled out of their places into the portal. The tree began to yell, No! No! One arm was caught, going up into the portal, then the other. All its branches bending upwards, it began to be pulled out of the water. But its roots were strong and it resisted. But it wasn't strong enough for the portal. Water and ocean water, um, foam, everything was being pulled into the yellow portal. The pups had to back off. True and Barnaby had to back off. The aquanauts had to swim away because the pull was so strong. Eventually, the tree had to let go with its big roots. It was sucked into the portal, screaming, scratching, yelling. It tried to hold onto the edge of the portal instead of being sucked in, but it was too late. It had to let go, and it was sucked down the portal. Everybody watched it as it went way off into the distance. The portal began to close, slowly at first, then all at once... It's magical, fiery, sparky magic swirling all around until it came to a stop at its very center, and then, poop, it disappeared. There was a moment of intense silence, and then everybody cheered at once and went, Yeah, we got rid of the bad tree. Everybody went back to the beach. They fired up the barbecue and celebrated drinking their favorite drinks, eating their favorite food, and celebrating that once again they had saved the planet from some unknown danger. They were the best of friends, and they stayed that way. The end. Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast, I Love You, Now Go to Sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly, so yeah, they can be structurally kind of rough. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. To be fair, Astro's not always in the stories. Many of these adventures feature just my kids' favorite cartoon characters from whatever cartoon they are watching at the moment, but Astro was the genesis for these bedtime stories and this podcast. I record these stories on my phone in my kids' room, and it's common to have my daughters interject during the story to make sure the plot is going in their approved direction. Sometimes the stories are long and sometimes short. Sometimes I get really into the stories, and sometimes it's just been a long day. Sometimes these stories get rowdy, and sometimes these stories can even be a bit scary. Though I do my best to keep things on the up and up with my five-year-old and her younger sisters. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them, usually. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin.